0: Hello, 同行家讀,歡迎收聽Look Back Sunday。在這個節目中,John老師會匯整過去不同國家與主題的熱門跟讀文章,讓您可以在15分鐘內吸收最精華的世界時事趣聞。Let's get right to it. Filipino salon owner uses own hair to create portraits. Every few months when Gestoni Garcia takes electric clippers to his head, he's not just giving himself a haircut, he's also harvesting art materials. Using a thin brush and clear sticky resin, the co-owner of a Manila hair salon sprinkles these strands and clippings on a blank canvas, taking 2-5 to hours to arrange them into striking images of musicians and actors. The 32-year-old's main job as a seaman involves spending up to eight months a year on cruise ships and lacking adequate art supplies like paint and sketch pads at sea. Garcia, in 2021, turned to using his own hair to create images. He started with self-portraits and eventually moved on to depicting celebrities. Next article. Top Philippine presidential candidate opposed legalizing divorce. The Philippines looks likely to remain one of the few countries where divorce is illegal, based on a survey of the four leading presidential candidates on Sunday. Vice President Jejoma Binay, Senator Grace Poe, Veteran Mayor Rodrigo Duterte and former Interior Secretary Mar Roxas were asked during a presidential debate to raise their hands if they favoured legalisation of divorce. No one raised a hand in the brief segment. They were not given time to explain their stance. The overwhelmingly Catholic Philippines is the only country aside from the Vatican that bans divorce. Strong pressure from the Catholic Church has stymied previous attempts to pass a divorce law even though a survey last year showed that about 60% of adult Filipinos support such a measure. In another portion of the debate, the four candidates were asked who supported restoration of the death penalty. Poe and Duterte, who openly boasts about killing criminals, both raised their hands despite the Catholic Church's opposition to capital punishment. The death penalty was abolished in the Philippines in 2006, partly due to lobbying by the Church. Next article growing mermaiding subculture makes a splash. There was a pivotal moment in Queen Panky Tabora's life that eclipsed all others. It was the moment, she says, when she first slid her legs into a mermaid tail. For the transgender Filipina woman, approaching middle age, seeing her legs encased in a vibrant, scaly-looking neoprene three years ago was the realization of a childhood dream and it marked the beginning of her immersion into a watery world where she would find acceptance. The former insurance company worker described the experience of gliding underwater, half-human and half-fish, as meditation in motion. The feeling was amazing, Tobora said one recent morning while lounging in a fiery redtail on a rocky beach south of Manila where she now teaches mermaiding and freediving full-time. In recent years, a growing number have gleefully flocked to mermaid conventions and competitions, formed local groups called PODs, launching mermaid magazines and poured their savings into a multi-million dollar mermaid tail industry. Next article. Philippine Collector amasses supersized collection of fast food restaurant toys. From the age of 5, Filipino graphic artist Percival Lugu has had a passion for collecting toys from fast food restaurant chains like McDonald's, Burger King and home country favorite Jollibee. Now the 50-year-old has about 20,000 toys packed from floor to ceiling in his home and holds a Guinness World Record from 2014 when his collection reached more than 10,000 items. Lugu built his home especially to house his collection. He likens the excitement that getting new toys gives him to Christmas morning. The toy is like a storyteller in itself. While most of his toys were obtained through personal purchases, some were donated by friends and family. His dream now is to eventually put his collection on display for the public or even open a museum to give others a chance to revisit their own childhood memories. Next article. Philippines returns to school, ending one of the world's longest shutdowns. Millions of students throughout the Philippines headed to school Monday as in-person classes began to fully restart for the first time in more than two years, ending one of the world's longest pandemic-related shutdowns in a school system already plagued by severe underinvestment. We could no longer afford to delay the education of young Filipinos, said Vice President Sarah Duterte, who is also the education secretary, as she toured schools in the town of Dinalupihan, about 40 miles northwest of Manila. Even before the pandemic, Philippines had among the world's largest education gaps, with more than 90% of students unable to read and comprehend simple texts by age 10, according to the World Bank. Schools in the Philippines have long suffered from shortages of classrooms and teachers, whose pay is low, leaving the vast numbers of poor children who cannot afford private schools and rely on the public system with inadequate teaching. Now, after losing more than two years of in-person instruction, schools face the challenge of educating many students who have fallen even further behind. Although the Philippines offered online instruction during the pandemic, many students lacked access to computers or internet connections, and overburdened parents often found it hard to keep tabs on their children's remote learning. In some cases, students' already tenuous connection to school may have been severed entirely after so long away. In many other countries, as the negative effects of online learning became well-documented, Governments elected to send children back to classrooms even as the coronavirus continued to circulate widely. But in the Philippines, government officials and parents remained hesitant with fears that schoolchildren could bring the virus to homes crowded with multiple generations of family members potentially overtaxing a creaky healthcare system. Starting in late 2021, the government began to experiment with conducting in-person classes in about 300 schools, but has begun expanding it to cover all primary and secondary schools. Currently, only some schools are in-person or 5 weekdays. days. By November, all of the country's roughly 47,000 schools will be. Good job and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目, 欢迎到我们官网www.fifteenminutes.today。Catch you in the next one!